Welcome, non-productive universe, to yet another camel-clutching edition of Wrestling Recap, the show that hits you for a 10-count of the most important developments in wrestling each week. I'm Ray Big Papa Pete Jr. With me, as always, is El Generican. Let's jump right into the action. First off, there's big news in the world of WWE TV, as two new television deals are on the horizon for 2019. Apparently, NBC Universal will be keeping Raw on the USA Network, but SmackDown will be moving to the Fox Broadcast Network on Friday nights. Both of these deals are apparently for about triple the money that WWE is currently getting for the shows. I'm not sure how the move to Friday night will affect SmackDown's ratings, but with that much money, do you think Vince really cares? Well, you know what, dude? I'm going to tell you right now, going to Fox, hopefully we'll get better writers because I'm sure uh, that they're trying to find stuff for Seth MacFarlane right now. Oh, I thought you said better writers. On Raw this week, Braun Strowman crushed an apple in one hand. Incredible. The backstage segment was fun, what with Stephanie's little shrine to daddy and her unearned fruit basket. Even Braun accepting her fruit offer with a don't mind if I do was worth a chuckle. And his subsequent crushing of said apple was really impressive and intimidating until you actually try it and realize it's not that hard. Seriously, I can do it. I'm not saying that everyone can do it, but if WWE employs anyone who can't as in-ring talent, it's an embarrassment. And yes, I'm including women in cruiserweights. My God, dude. I love that, but the other thing, too, is how creepy was it with the whole Vince picture shrine thing? That was a little weird. Yeah. Uh, One of the people that I was watching with actually looked at that and said, did he die? (laughs) (laughs) No, he just earned a couple billion dollars. Uh, early Apple antics aside, the Finn Balor versus Braun Strowman match later in the night was pretty darn excellent. Finn is probably the second hardest worker on Raw right now, right behind Seth Rollins. And the only reason Braun doesn't make that cut is because he makes it look so effortless. This was a pay-per-view quality matchup that produced a match worthy of the main event. These two put on a great show, but left room for them to do even better the next time they meet which I hope is soon, and with some gold on the line. It was great in-ring storytelling, actually, considering approaching uh, Stephanie and wanting to work together, and then Stephanie tearing him apart, and the outcome of Strowman winning and propping Finn Balor up and actually being very cool about it. Mm -hmm. It Very very classy, for Braun Strowman, anyway. Yes. Okay, I'm getting bored of saying every week that Seth Rollins had a really good match. And you know what? This week, I won't. This week, Seth put on a really good show in a really dumb tag match. (laughs) Seriously, whose idea was it to follow up a Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens match with a Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens and Jinder Mahal match? But Seth Rollins is on such a roll that even this stinker of a matchup couldn't slow him down. Totally agreed. Okay, I didn't want to bring this up, but I think I have to. Bobby Lashley's sisters. What the hell was this? Who greenlit this? If they were dead set on doing a men in drag instead of Lashley's real sisters bit, couldn't they find some guys who could at least read their lines well? On the upside, this was great news for wrestling bloggers who will now be able to use the phrase at least it wasn't as bad as Bobby Lashley's sisters for years to come. I'm looking at you, what culture? Hey, real quick, who greenlit that? That had Vince's stamp all over it, dude. That was a Vince story. Yeah, big sweaty men instead of women. Makes sense. Exactly. Moving on. Over on SmackDown. After backing down from a challenge to fight Big E, 
The New Day pelted Mike Mizanin with pancakes, shouting, Shame! Shame! This is by far the best use of pancakes yet, and that's saying something. And I'd offer props for the Game of Thrones reference, but at this point, I expect nothing less from the New Day. Agreed. I was the, That slow build was the perfect thing, with the, the slow throw. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> One at a time. Okay, this has eventually led to a surprisingly good match. But, since I don't like saying anything nice about Mizanin, I'll just point out the, that the boxing-style round break where Xavier gave Big E syrup to rinse his mouth out was hilarious. That was incredible. I, I laughed for like five minutes. I had to pause it. Yeah, great. Okay, quick request. Can we just change Lana's theme music to Rusev's little Lana is the best? Lana, number one. Diddy. Okay, it was cool having Aiden English sing it while introducing her and just disappointing when her actual music started up. If they're serious about trying to make her work, they need to give her something besides the recycled Emelina gimmick. Anyway, Lana versus Billy Kay to qualify for the Money in the Bank was about what you'd expect. Lana did hit an impressive X factor, but in the end, no matter who wins, the fans lose. Andre Cien Almas beat a jobber. Wait, who? Andre Cien Almas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun fact, Andrade is typically a surname derived from the name Andreas. Cien is Spanish for 100. And Almas, also known as the Mongolian wild man, is a Mongolian cryptid similar to Sasquatch. So Andrade Cien Almas roughly translates to Andreas 100 Mongolian Sasquatches, a wrestler I would be infinitely more interested in watching. The Good Brothers, FKA The Balor Club, FKA The Club, FKA Gallows and Anderson, beat the Usos for a shot at the Bludgeon Brothers tag titles at Money in the Bank. This was a solid match, and it's good to see Gallows and Anderson getting a shot at tag gold, especially since they're one of the few main roster teams that can give the Bludgeons a believable run for their money right now. This is textbook good booking, guys. A solid match that sets up another solid match. Now, what do you think of the outcome, though, going into that? Bludgeon Brothers are going to beat them no matter what. It's a foregone conclusion. Again, it, it's a Vince thing. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura declared that his title match with AJ Styles at Money in the Bank will be a pillow fight. Wait, I, well, I don't care what happened after Nakamura barely slurred those two glorious words. You only get one shot to name your stipulation, and like Jeopardy, the rules say we have to take your first response. If WWE tries to saddle us with a last man standing match, I'm calling bait and switch. I want my pillow fight. How would that even work? I don't care. I want to see a pillow fight. Oh, okay. okay. I hope that I, would be infinitely more entertaining. I hope they pull through for you. <laughs> Finally, in a dream match with the dumbest stakes possible, Daniel Bryan fought Jeff Hardy in a qualifying match for a qualifying match. Okay, this match only happened because Big Cass is, air quotes, injured. So now someone else has to face Samoa Joe next week for a spot in Money in the Bank. Whatever. Brian and Hardy put on a decent match, but it would have been so much better if they had met when they were both in their prime and or had more time to prepare for the bout. You know what? You're absolutely right. But considering what we got, I still found, found the match to be really incredible and actually very unpredictable. I didn't know who was going to win this one. And that's your wrestling recap for this week. 
Got an opinion or something else to add? Join in the conversation on the Nonproductive Fan Club on Facebook. And while you're at it, subscribe to our podcast feed via your favorite podcast-obtaining method. Really like what you heard? Help support us on Patreon so we can make it even better. Links to everything can be found at non-productive.com. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.